Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is a podcast from Minute Media. 80 degrees in October 1st. Great weekend for the regular season to wrap up. Bring on the Houston Astros. This is the Windy City White Sox podcast. I have one quick Bears thought for you before we get to Courtney, Moe, and the King. Here's the thought. Stop playing Justin Fields. It's the exact opposite thought that I had roughly call it six and a half days ago I suspected the Bears were not ready to put Fields in the best position to be successful to maximize their most important asset I did think somewhere in my cranium that it's probably better that they start Nick Foles don't rush him out there play the quarterback the rookie quarterback when he's actually ready to play I believe I said it on the Windy City podcast but let me just say it again more emphatically do not play the quarterback until you figure out how to use the quarterback if I was Ryan Pace on the way up to Virginia McCaskey I would come down from my seat my perch and tell Matt Nagy hey let me know when you are not calling plays and let me know when he is overly overly ready because I never ever want to have someone that I care so much about in young Justin Fields and put him in that position I don't care that we're playing the Detroit Lions this week it means nothing to me let Nick Foles go out there until Andy Dalton is healthy and when Justin Fields is absolutely breaking through in practice to the point that we cannot deny it and we have scripted an offense around it and is ready to be unveiled. Let's play him then. Long season. I'm totally fine with him playing, call it the last five, six games of the year. It's obvious he's not ready now. He's not going to be ready this week. He's got a wrap on his thumb because you played him and dropped him back and got him sacked for a ninth time, which is a fireable offense last Sunday. Stop playing Justin Fields. The Windy City White Sox podcast starts right now. Showtime. Just a second. That's Brooks Boyer calling me. Uh, I yeah. So get him on the tell, line. Tell him I say hello. We all love Brooks. All right. Hey, Brooks Boyer would like to get on the podcast. 
I'm sure he's for the not. playoffs. Yeah, I, I bet he. I bet he would. He's out because he wasn't invited. He said this is ridiculous. Okay. 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 Well, you know, you need to. That's your friend, and you should coordinate that for next week and let us know. So, if you want to have him on next week, please alert the podcasters, and I'm sure myself, Courtney, and Mo would love to have Brooks on. Right, team? Always. Yes. I love Brooks. Love Brooks. We had the opportunity to have him on the podcast, and since he just had to invite himself that he was a little, uh, well, let me tell you, he was a little verklempt and he was a little offended and he's no longer wants to be on because we didn't keep him at a heart and mind. That's not we, that's you. You dropped the ball. That's no, your friend. That's your friend. Let me, let, let me ask the other talent. Let, let me say, and, and it's called talent on this <laughs> podcast. Who is the leader of the podcast? Me. Great. I am. You don't, exactly. need to, you don't need to ask anybody. I know who the leader okay. is. Yeah, so and who, as the leader, I'm telling you that Let me ask I, you another question. No, no, who no, no, plans no, no, the no, guest? No, 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 no. This is your friend, your guy that you talk to all the time. You're on this podcast. I expect people to take ownership of this podcast, and that's your guy. You don't put that on me. That's I would like guy. to ask the talent, please. Talent, how do you feel about it? Whose responsibility is it to book guests on this podcast? I'm going to say in this case, <laughs> I'm going to say it's you, King. In this particular oh case, because of your no. relationship. Are you serious, Mo? You're selling me out this close to the playoffs? It's a fact. This is your guy. Don't put it on me. Oh, my God. Okay. I'll get him on for the playoffs. How's that? Thank you. Jesus, Mo. Courtney, I know it's hard for you to be on Carm's team, but on this one, are you on Carm's team or no? You know, unfortunately, I have to be, which sucks, because I'm usually on. I'm usually Team King, but for this one, I, I, I have to bow out, Thank sadly. You. Thank you. Thank you. Now, let's talk about what's important. Well, at least we're different. At least we're consistent because I was a Tony LaRusso fan. You guys weren't. <laughs> Mark, no, don't, 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 no, you know, no, no. You guys are all, no, you know, yabba, yabba, yabba. We don't have, no, I, you know, blah, blah. You can't, you can't. I, I've been positive the whole year and look how they're playing now, baby. They're playing really, really well. And that's a good lineup. Even Cesar Hernandez is playing very well. Okay, you, you don't need to go into speaking Latino to say. <laughs> I have to just... because I'm so excited about him. Okay, okay. Golden Glover, just, he's hitting. You, 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 could and say... you guys say, "Oh, I want Madrigal back," instead of just saying, "Let's go with who we have." Oh, right, right, right. Don't, King, 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 don't, King, don't get me started on that trade. Please, don't get me started on that trade. Yeah, King, please, King, King you're you're firing blanks right now, which is not. Um, you know, that's I not guess. ideal for, for me ever, to be right. honest. So come on, King, let's right. go. Right. Let's get right. on the same page. Right. Courtney has big dreams. I want to talk about two things at the start of the podcast today. No, number one, the interview that Jason Benetti and Steve Stone did with Carlos Rodon. I don't know if you guys saw it. Did you guys, anybody see it? Yes. Was that the post game last night? Yes. I thought it was great. I thought so too. And particularly one part for me, when Stone asked him, at the very back end, because he was giving really short answers because he doesn't want to talk a whole lot about his situation right now because clearly Carlos Rodon cannot pitch like Carlos Rodon wants to pitch. I give him all the credit in the world, wanting to be out there and battle and figure out a way to get it done, and he did a great job last night. I'm not sure if that works for the playoffs, but Stone asked him the fact that he was able to get to peak Carlos Rodon that you actually got to see when you were healthy, what you could do. How gratifying was that earlier in the year when he's throwing no hitters and, and you know, he actually had all of his talents working. I thought it was a great question. And Rodon 
lightened up at that point or opened up at that point. Taking that one step further, I know how much he wants to be out there, and I know that you have no idea when you're going to get these opportunities, but he flat out should not be pitching unless it's unless he's just really going to get the oh, last of him. That's wrong. It, he's a lunch pal kind of guy. He, he, he like he you doesn't said, he, this he is does, what I do for a living. I'm showing up and does, give me the ball. Okay, okay, he wants okay. to pitch. How okay. about when he said, are you concerned about your, your health? And, and the greatest answer, he goes, no, are you? Right, right. No, it was I awesome. Just, I think the guy's just, a gamer. Right. I want him in. Right. He's he lied. In. He lied. He lied. Of course, he's concerned about his health. Should, he, should Gibson not have played and hit that homer in the World Series? Should Gibson not have played then? It's a completely, it's a completely different, different, completely different thing, King. I mean, I'm jumping in here because I, I, I can't, I can't stand it. I have to jump in. The issue with Rodon is that this is his contract year. Who amongst us doesn't like money? But Carlos Rodon likes money, so he will pitch until his arm falls off so he can get that contract. I respect that. I get that. But as Mo and I were discussing on the text thread last night, his velocity was clearly down. Now, it picked up a little bit as the game went on, which is what he does, but I believe the hardest he threw was 93. That's concerning. I also think there is a reason why they stretched out Kopech the way they did last night. I think they are preparing for a potential um, that Rodon can't go next week at some point. So I I think there is a concern. Of course, Rodon is going to say that he can pitch because he wants that money. He wants that contract. He knows that this is the time. But there is an issue here, and that's just a fact. So I think there is His real desire concern. to play is not about money. Of course uh, it is. Of course not. it is. You were that's, not that's a Rodon ignorant. fan at the beginning. You picked Dylan Cease. I picked Rodon. I actually said he was going to be a winner this year. And you guys question it. And you can ask Brooks Breuer because he'll say, I'm the only guy that picked Rodon in the entire White Sox organization. Everybody questioned him. He is a kid with heart and with guts and a big body. Just like I said last time, this isn't about money, Courtney. Not everything's about money, girly. This is about, this money. Is this about is pride. A- this is about a man going out and taking pride and doing his job. And he will pitch in the playoffs and he might hurt himself. He damn, but it's going to be his choice. I, it's I'm not yes, about he's, money. He's, I take offense to that. It's not about money. He's a gamer. Absolutely. He wants to win. But if you think in the back of his mind that he's not thinking about his contract, you're insane. It's twofold. But but my to your to what you're talking about here, Courtney, I think that it would actually be better for him to not pitch and get himself as right as he can be and then go into free agency that way versus going into the playoffs, which I got to tell you, I mean, I haven't done the research. Maybe we can dial up the Prince and Mo, I want to get you in here, but soft tossing against the Houston Astros, that ain't going to work. And him getting smoked in the playoffs and not looking like himself. I don't think that's great. Uh, it's not exactly the billboard that you want to be putting out there. When well, you're Mark, going that's for a, a huge beautiful contract. point. I know we'll go to Mo, but that's a beautiful point. If all he cared about was the money, he wouldn't pitch because he's already shown what well, he can it, do it, at full strength. He pitched, 11 inning, he pitched 11 innings last year, and he's pitched 132 this year. Of course there's going to be wear and tear on that body, right? But he's already showed what he can do. He's 13-5, and five, right? Forget about Rodon and, and his contract and his feelings or anything. 
should the White Sox throw him? Is that, is that their best option to start for a, you know, a starter in game one, two or three? Mo, get in here. You know, I've, I've gone back and forth on this since yesterday. I, I, I know I texted that I was concerned about the velocity. I, I do think there is something wrong. He showed he can step up and, and pitch and not just throw. But to me, when you can throw average 95, and I think his average yesterday was 90, something's not quite right. Um, you know, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but Chris Kampka posted that Rodon is only the second American League pitcher ever to start five games, go five plus innings and allow zero or one hit allowed. I mean, he's in an amazing season. Yeah. Um, no. I quite honestly, at this point, if, if the guy can pitch, I I'm going to maybe give him a chance. Woo! I, I so, I'm really? so torn. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the playoff rotation and I, I, you know, you'd if, rather, if, oh, hold on. Let, let's just, let's, let's go back here. Uh, let, let me just lay out the argument, I guess, because to me, it, is, gotta, it is a fascinating question. It really you, is. You, you have you have a veteran presence in Dallas Keuchel. You have an up and coming Dylan Cease and you have an injured Carlos Rodon. I, to me, that's a no brainer that he's not going. I'm sorry. And, and I know it's going to hurt his feelings and everything along those lines. But I do not think it is in the White Sox best interest to start him in the playoffs. I really don't. And I will bet anybody on this podcast that he does not make it through the third inning. <laughs> I'll take that bet, Mark. And I just think real, he may not start, but he's going to be on that roster. No, and he, he's going to be available. You're not taking him out of the pen. I, I'm not putting him in the pen. hundred percent. Not out of the pen. That's crazy. And I, and I'm, I'm also not putting so Kopech in the starting the rotation. Roster. So I'm you guys, are no, 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 no. I said, I would start him so torn on it, but I would start him. Okay, so Mo, you and I are, we're having him on the roster and throwing. All right. What I'm hearing from Carmen and Courtney is they're not going to have him on the roster. I never said that. Courtney that is never said that. I never, thank you. Thank yeah. you, Mo. I never said that. He you just said you're not going to bring him out of the, the pen. Yeah, so I'm, he, gonna, he, I, if you're not going to start him and you're not going to bring him on the pen, how can you have him on the roster? King, that's, hey, that's King. That's called informal logic. Hey, King, you're talking over me and, be, and you're missing the points. I never once said that I don't think he should throw. You never asked me that question. Carmen never asked me that question. The only person that's saying that right now is Carmen. I never said that. I agree with Mo that I would throw him. Do I also agree that there's something wrong? Yes, I do. But I would throw him and I would sure as hell throw him over Keiko right now. But there is concern. There is my answer. And that's always been my answer. So, okay, so, I apologize. You're right. You did not say that you would not throw him. So, so the only so, absurdity. So I'm, I'm the only one. I'm the only I'm the only one. Sorry, King. I'm the only one that is saying that I would 100 percent start Dylan Cease over Carlos Rodon right now. I would. I would start. I give me the three righties. Give me Lynn. Give me Giolito, and 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 give and give me and give me Cease. And if we get to a game four, I would start Keuchel in, in game four. As scary as that is, Carlos Rodon. Forget about the numbers. Did you guys watch him last night? He looked not anywhere close to himself. It didn't even look like the same pitcher to me. Does anybody agree with me on that? I, I fully agree. And not to mention, I mean, the Reds were starting, you know, basically a triple A team right. last night as well. So, yeah, I, I like I said, there is a concern. Would I throw him in the playoffs right now? Yes, I would. Um, Keiko scares the hell out of me. I get he's a veteran pitching against his old team. Eh, that might work in our favor. That might not. 
it's it's there's a lot of uncertainty going into the playoffs for sure. But I I, I don't know. I mean, he's going to want to throw. He's going to want to be a part of that rotation. Just got to take the chance, I guess. I'll give I'll give you one guy that is absolutely 100 percent not on my playoff roster. If we want to go down that road and that's Adam Engel. Adam Engel looks horrendous. He is not healthy. He hasn't been healthy at the plate. I'd rather have me up there right now, perhaps even the King. There's no way that I'm having Engel on the roster over either a Billy Hamilton. The other option would be Brian Goodwin. I, I would have either of those guys over Engel. Who's with me on that one? So Goodwin's back though. We don't know what his status will be. And I think uh, I thought I read somewhere the Sox are planning to go with 12 pitchers. So there's room theoretically for Angle plus Hamilton plus potentially one more. For me, we need to see the next three days. We've been saying this pretty much all season, but for a guy like Angle, even Vaughn, I mean, I think Vaughn's on the roster, but he's got to show something too. Angle, especially just because he hasn't gotten the at bats, he needs to, to show what he can do in the next few days. Well, all I know is that my boy Gavin Sheets better be on that roster because what a what a little pop from the left side he gives the Sox. I mean, he just continues to hit. He's got a great swing. That's a man that deserves a spot on the roster for sure. He should be the DH. Yeah, he, he yeah he's he's a he's gonna be on. There's no there's no chance he won't be right. Yeah, the, the question is is he in the lineup every day? And I don't know I, if you can put him in the lineup every day, but I definitely not? think. <laughs> Except I mean, it's lefties. I agree I, with Carmen. Put him out. Who else? Who else are you DHing if without him? If, if it's a right-handed pitcher, Courtney. I think the last four weeks he's batting three seventeen, something like that, with some good power numbers. Oh, it's 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 outrageous. I completely agree. I mean, you know, I'm a big fan of Vaughn, obviously, but right now Gavin is is the guy hitting, and he deserves every shot. I don't know if he deserves every single shot every game in the playoffs, but as of now, I throw him in there until he fails i mean listen framber i hope i'm saying that right valdez is starting one of the games for the astros that's a lefty starter so he's not gonna you're not gonna start him against a lefty that's where and then that's where you play andrew vaughn exactly so it's a it's a those two are your dhs and i mean i do we not all agree larry's your right fielder has to be unless you want unless playing so well isn't he yeah and he's playing so well you gotta i agree he's your right fielder and if Larry, not- Larry, Gar- Larry Garcia is a guy that the Sox really need to, to sign in the offseason because he is a free agent. I mean, every winning team needs a Larry Garcia on that. He has been absolutely fantastic. He doesn't get nearly enough credit from Sox fans for how good he's been, how versatile he's been. You know so, who he's getting credit from, though? Our me. good man. No, well, you, of course, Tony LaRusa. Yes, he is. I fully agree. I and, fully agree. And Tony is saying not only is he super valuable but he would like another one like him i agree he said said they are the most important guys on the team what he can bring to the ball club both from running hitting and fielding he said he's just there's he's so versatile and he would like another one like him king are you going to all the playoff games i am Uh uh-huh courtney i'm going to many yes okay mo what's your plans going to some yes okay i gotta tell you I am very disappointed in this podcast. I sent out an email earlier in the week. There's a rally at Guaranteed Rate Field on Monday, four to seven. And I asked if you guys would go, A, just because you're Sox fans, B, to promote the podcast. C, what I get back is Courtney's got happy hour. Mo, 
I give a pass to because he's in the suburbs and King just whatever you said. Well, so, I didn't respond, Mark, and I will be there. I just didn't want to go there with you. That was oh, that oh. Was, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be there. I'll be rallying. I'll be singing. I'll be I'll be pushing the podcast left and right. But I will not be with you. You're telling me that you're lying right now. You'd love to be with me. I know you would. So you're telling me that you'll be there on Monday handing yes. out the Windy City Flyers. Yes. And in your White Sox hat and your toothless tooth. Absolutely. I will. Okay. Finna come. You can't make it over before you have your Monday happy hour. You know, Carmen, this was uh, not the invite I was looking for this year from you. So I'm going to have to pass. Oh, there it is. Let's go back to, let's yeah. go back to field of dreams. Congratulations. Frank Thomas making uh, an investment in the field of dreams. Carm, so, I'm there for you as soon as I get my DeWindy city swag so I can wear it. Now, see, this, I, you're not a contingent guy. You're an all-in guy. Nobody, nobody supports me on, a, on better on this podcast than Mo. Mo, Mo retweets a tw- if I if I put out a tweet on literally anything, Mo is there to support. I understand that the king doesn't have social media, so he can't do it. But the fact that you wouldn't just get social media to support me is 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 a fault of yours. Finicum, I'm begging her to like watch some. Uh, some great piece that I did on Eunice Kennedy Shriver three months ago. She won't do it. And, and I can't, there's no, there's no retweets of anything other than the podcast. Mo is my guy. Mo, I love you. Thank you. Mark, I, I'd like to, uh, I, I'd like to contest that a little bit. I, oh. I, I too love Mo and everything he does for you. But wow. when, you, when you're on the pre and post game on NBC, oh. who always calls and asks for you to send it to him so I can? You, you do, you do. Okay. Mo okay. does that too, though. Mo does that too. And then, but but that, sometimes Mark doesn't send it. His last one, by the way, he said, "Oh, I'll get off this call and I'll send it." He didn't. The Thursday, the twenty. Serious? You didn't get that? I never got it. So I think it, yeah. you know, charity starts at home. So the number <laughs> one guy who should be promoting Mark Carmen should be Mark Carmen. And there shouldn't be a question about that. <laughs> Unfortunately, it might be me and it might be Mo. I think if I lose to Mo, I'm I'm he's a worthy opponent and I'm I'm happy to do so. I love Mo. He's the best. Everybody needs I, help in life, King. I can't do this alone. And I'm I'm relying on, on Mo and you and Courtney and and, El, and the on the rest of the Carmen mob out there that is just well, my only point is I'd like to see Mark Carmen out there more. I'd like to see him. Hey, on- well, listen, I'm gonna be there on Monday. All Let's right. go. Let's go. I hope Brooks Boyer is out there and we can, we can, we can do it. We can do an on the spot interview of Brooks for, for Wendy. Why not? Let's I'm sure he would love that. All right. Let me hear your playoff excitement and or concerns and or just we're, we're recording on Thursday at 122 in the afternoon on September the 30th, 30 days has September, April, June, and November. It is officially October tomorrow. Finnecom, you're up here. How how are you feeling about all this? Are you are you cautiously optimistic? Are you nervously uh, pacing around? Give me give me your give me your give us give us the temperature that you're feeling over there. A little bit of everything. Um, I'm extremely on a personal level. I'm extremely excited to get back at the rates for playoff games. That atmosphere is like none other. Um, obviously, we all know to wear black when we are at our respective games. So that'll be very exciting again. Um, honestly, the, my, my feeling right now, my gut feeling right now is the white, you know, baseball in general is such a momentum game. If the Sox get past the Astros, I can see them going to the world series, but this is the series that I'm concerned about is this Astros one. That is a experienced team. They got a good manager and dusty Baker who knows what to do. 
Um, it's, it's a concern, but I feel like if they get past this initial series, they can roll right into the world series. Mo. Uh, very excited. It's, it's fun to watch when the, they're playing well. Uh, definitely to Courtney's point, uh, this, this first series is going to be a real challenge, but, uh, you know, I'm feeling better about it watching the last few days than I did earlier. And, you know, per King always positive, just, uh, some of the concerns I have are, are concerns, but uh, hopefully they get going. I'm I, curious. I, I'm curious. I am curious. We haven't talked about it with Anderson getting the suspension. If, if he'll be able to appeal that. He did I appeal. Think, well, he is but, appealing it. Right. But when he, when that gets hurt and if he has to miss time, cause I think he's a guy who, you know, I think Mark, you've said he's a rhythm player and he seems a little, I know he homered yesterday, but um, you know, he need, to me, he needs reps. He, it's not, he's, that appeal is going to go into the off season. It, it, okay. it, it won't impact the playoffs, obviously. And he's not, no, it was more, it was more about the next three days, which, I, which, so, okay. So you think that it was wise of him to appeal. I mean, I was already at the point, like, look, this season's wrapped up. You need the rest, take your three days and let's, you know, get you ready to start off the season fresh for the repeat. I mean, I was surprised. I was surprised when they said he was suspended because I was watching it. And I'm like, I didn't see anything. But then they did show it did look like he did make some contact. So I'm not questioning the suspension. It's just whether or not he's able to play. Because, again, I, I, while he needs rest, he also needs to get reps in. It was very odd. You know, you're in the middle of the, of the herd, uh, out by second base, and all of a sudden he's got his, has huge beef with the umpire. I, does any, maybe I've missed it in, in my research for today, but did anybody understand exactly what he was so angry about? No. I mean, I think he, I think he was protecting Jose. I mean, you don't, you don't I, screw around your captain. I mean, right. On. Exactly. Yeah, and but, honestly, but he's, he's, he got in a brawl with the umpire. Like, I think, I think, and I think he's where that tag was the, 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 the tag was down low. I mean, that was, that was in the, you know, the under hinders there, you know, it was, it was not a good thing for Jose and, and his, and his, you know, his, his, his intimacy life outside of baseball, it, that was not, he, does anybody know exactly? Anderson did exactly what he should have done. For no, 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 no. He I should think... not be hit if, if he pushed the ump, which it looked like he did. He should not have done that. I was wondering if perhaps in the melee, if the if the Tigers coaches and, and some of their players are wearing black, if he got Timmons confused. Because quite honestly, to me, Timmons was sort of a hero because he kept Abreu away long enough for Sheets and Eloy to corral him. Because if if a brave goes off, he's getting suspended. So yeah, I, mean, it, I, I it, thought Timmons did a great job early in the melee. Again, I don't know what, to Mark's point, what what transpired that got Anderson all fired up. But if he doesn't grab a brave, I think we're having a very different conversation right now. I mean, when a brave was, you know, at a hundred, you know, storming, ready to go. I'm like, oh my God, what are you doing? The playoffs are coming. This game means nothing. Storm your way out of the, out of the ballpark and go home. Well, when you, when you get, when you get hit 23 times, which he has, I think at this point this year, you're going to get a little pissed off. It's, it's getting, it's getting kind of old crowds, the play. Okay. And, and Anthony Rizzo also crowds. I don't, I've never seen Rizzo do anything like that. Okay. Well, and I've never seen Jose do anything like that until a couple days ago. So enough is enough. I mean, the guy gets hit all the time. Right. I mean, it's, it's insane. I, I listen He's he's entitled to be angry. I'm just saying the timing of it. I think you would agree, Finicum, was less than ideal. It, not now. You want to have a. You want to like the, the first time you get hit in 2022. You want to make a statement. Don't come at me like that this year. It's going to be a huge problem for anyone who does. I'm down. But right now, 
you're all systems go. We are trying to win the World Series. You can't be putting yourself in that position. Imagine if it escalated. He could have had a 10 game suspension. I mean, easy. Maybe, maybe the genius of Abreu, the leader, was I'm going to give my team a rallying cry for the rest of the year and get them fired up. Now you're cooking with gas. They sure. are fired up. You know, you let. You, can I answer the original question before we would tangentially went off on this? Yes, uh, please. On this subject, yeah. Yes. So my, you would think I would say no. They're going to win all the games. They're going to sweep. I, 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 I'm a little concerned. <laughs> I'm not. I, I, you know what? I'm. I'm. Wait, what? I'm concerned for one game, and it's the first game. I think it's, uh, you, know, you know, of course we have to split in Houston, but I think the first game, we got to win that first game. And if we win that first game, watch out. See, We're winning this World Series. See, and, you, you, you all and, are such liars. Like, base, or, or, or maybe, you just, maybe you just forgot about what the baseball playoffs is like. Every single pitch is a nerve-wracking experience in the playoffs. It doesn't matter if you won game one. Then you're paranoid about game two. It doesn't matter if you beat the Houston Astros. You're paranoid about whoever's going to play. Base, the baseball playoffs, which is what makes them the best. Did you ask that question so that you could pontificate and tell us the Yes, answer? yes, this is, or yes. Did, or did you ask the question so no. I could give my opinion? No, I, I. It was I, my I, opinion. I, it was opinion. I understand your opinion. That, that, you, think that, that, you know, it just tells you how you think about us. But I think the first game is very important. No, 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 it's got I nothing to do with how we have hold. to get a split. No. If we get the first game or a split, I think we're winning the World Series. I, I stick I, with that. I don't care how much tension is on every pitch. I, that's my opinion. It happens to be, a, a, you know, the right one. But it's my <laughs> opinion, okay? This, and I'm sticking this, with this, it. It's my story, and I'm sticking to it. You know, this is a podcast. This is not a court of law. I am allowed to disagree and and try to educate you. And and maybe I'm wrong in my disagreement and education. You can fight back. That's how this works. Okay, but ba baseball is a momentum game, and that is an actual fact. I mean, like right now, the scariest team in the playoffs going into the playoffs are the St. Louis Cardinals. Right now, as we speak, just because of how they've been streaking. So that's a real thing. So if the White Sox get on a roll and beat the shit out of Houston, that's that's they got a pretty good chance. But they got a pretty good chance. Finnegan, what about the old adage that momentum is tomorrow's starting pitcher? That's a very popular one. I, I don't. <laughs> it's good. I, don't, good. I, mean, I got nothing. That's good. Yeah, that was a very good one. Mark, Mark I, I rarely give you compliments. I, I think you are excellent right yeah. there. Well, and if we want to go talk about momentum in 05, the White Sox got preposterous starting pitching. Every single one of them was dealing. And that's why they went 11 and one and won the World Series, which I'm going to go out on a limb here. I don't think if they win it this year, it's going to be quite as seamless. I, I doubt that they're going to uh, lose one game. But Mark, it is a game of momentum. I don't agree. But I just, well, just, just go with me on this one. Okay. And the White Sox are playing pretty well right now. Yeah, I, I could care less really how they're playing right now. It's called get hot in the playoffs. Do I feel really good right now about Luis Robert going into the playoffs? Yeah, I do. That guy is on fire. That matters. If you're scuffling going to the playoffs right now, that's not a good thing. But as far as like winning games at this point, I mean, listen, that they, they're still lurking, or at least had been earlier in the week, lurking around getting home field. I mean, they, it, it, yes, they, they still can. They have to win out, and Houston has to lose too, but they can do it. Which would be a huge, huge, huge thing. Who's going to the park this weekend? I, I will be. I am. I'm going Friday and Saturday. Oh, Finnicum. I'm going right. Friday. I'm going Friday and Sunday. Yeah, I might be there Friday. So I'll try Mo, to. Mo, when are you going to be out there? 
I'm going to, you know, for the playoffs, man. That's not the answer you wanted, but that's the answer I got. I think it's a great answer. A I fantastic think it's a good answer. answer. Well, oh. you could tell me anything, and I like you. <laughs> what what have we what have we left off the table, team? In our we got about eight minutes left here. Well, I think the last thing, and I, I don't think you guys will be surprised, is just I would like a little, um, re- I, just a little praise for our manager, uh, Tony La Russa. I, I just want, I want you to, Mark, I know that you were supportive in the beginning, but not many people were. And I just think that the, the rewards of Tony La Russa are yet to come in these playoffs. I think we're really going to see what the brilliance of the season was. But let's at least acknowledge the brilliance of the season. You know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna play along with King here for a minute because he actually might have a point. Because as we all know, I, even to this day, Larusa was never gonna be my first choice as the manager. Obviously, I've said that since day one. However, he has slowly continued to grow on me as the weeks and the months have gone on. I'm sure we all saw the quote from a couple of nights ago when I think it was the first Reds game. There was like twenty five thousand. Um, at the stadium and it was loud and it was boisterous and Larusa actually said um, that it, he got like choked up by the crowd and like, to me like I kind of love that because I agree with him so like these little things that he says and does it, it kind of grows on me and it makes me think like okay you know maybe you were the right choice for this team and did I don't you know see, and did you see what Tim Anderson said you yes know, yes I did yes I did yes he loves, loves the guy loves him I wish we could get a picture of King with that tooth when he's all excited. That's like the face of the podcast. No offense, Carm, but I almost got emotional myself listening to Courtney. <laughs> okay. Well, let me let me throw this. Let me let me throw this. Mark, can I can I give my response? Please. Tony has done a, a great job getting to this point, but you know, the, the, the new season starts next week and he's gonna be judged on on what happens and so roster true. playoff rotation. Like these are some He's got some work to do, him and his staff, because, you know, the question of Rodon, Cease, Keiko. Absolutely. Uh, how, do, would, how to use some of these other guys. Like, and, I, and I think Mo, it'll be who fascinating. Who would you rather be making those decisions? I, I say bring it on. That uh, They've been preparing for it the entire season. Who else would you want making those decisions going into these playoffs? He's earned the praise you've given, but, you know, it's going to come down to the – to how the team performs and, and right or wrong, he's going to be judged by it. He, right. It's right. He was, he was hired for this moment in time in the playoffs. We want to have an edge in the dugout. We believe I'm speaking like Jerry Reinsdorf right now that no one that I know at least will give us a better edge than 76 year old Tony La Russa. I don't care that he hasn't managed since 2011. I'm all in on Tony and he, he will be judged rightfully so on his moves. Now, maybe his moves won't matter if the White Sox don't play well or, or, or if they play extremely well and, and, it, and it'll be rendered moot. I thought it, one of the things I liked about Tony recently is that he said, I've got the easiest job in baseball. And I'm not saying that, that's, that he's not doing things over there because he's obviously has had a positive impact. But they've got a really good team, you know? So it's not like he's uh, turning uh, chicken salad into uh, filet mignon here, right, Finnecombe? But the truth is, I mean, they're a team that's won 91 games. That's overcome a ton of injuries to to star power. I mean, we can't, that can't get lost. You know I mean? Yeah. They had a huge lead in their division for, you know, most of the year, but they've had to overcome a lot and they've won 91 games and counting for the next last three games. So 
that's extremely impressive. And he does deserve some credit. He really does. And by the way, the 25,000 thing that you teed up, I would, I wish it was sold out, but we are in different well, times. It's, but it, and it's, it's not, it's never going to be Mark. I'll just cut but, you off no, no, right no, no, there. No, 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 hold it's on. A, hold end, on. The, end hold of September on a Tuesday, Wednesday. It's, hold, it's hold, just not going to be right now. I Hold on. I wasn't even going that. I wasn't going that far. I'm just saying, I wish it was sold out, but if you go back to Oh five and maybe, I don't know, the weather was not as nice as it was this week, but there is a, a significant uptick to September attendance now than there was back then. And it plays into my hypothesis that with everything that is going on at Wrigley Field, from their politics to their overpriced tickets to their t- to the marquee sports network to taking their fans for granted, the White Sox have a huge opportunity. And I do think they are starting to make at least somewhat of a dent. Now it'll help a ton if they actually roll through the playoffs and win a world series, but then they can rocket ship that. But let me just give one piece of advice to Brooks Boyer and company. If they are listening, which I know they're not, but I'm just going to give a piece of advice. Anyway, King, you can pass it on or don't pass it on. It might, they might not like it. Do what, do as you may make yourself double, double down or flip on the up. However you want to call it. They should make an announcement. It may be for the start of next season. We are no longer charging $11 for beer, $7 for hot dogs, whatever it is. That is a cub thing. You get overcharged over here. We are so happy you're in the ballpark. We are going to charge half of what we used to charge because we want to be the most fan-friendly baseball stadium there is. Beers are five bucks. Hot dogs are two. Let's go like Atlanta. The Falcons I'm talking about who did that. It would be a great PR move if they did that going forward and it just to build on the momentum that they're starting to get. And I don't listen, the the conversation right now is not uh, about that. It's about the white Sox winning period, but I think think you're right, Mark. I think that's a a nice suggestion and I, and I, and I will make it and you can make it because you know, Brooks yourself and he's a big fan of yours. Here's the bottom line though. You know why they're moving? Because people like winners. Okay. And this team is a winner Brooks is a winner. Jerry is a winner. Guaranteed rate and spot that sponsorship. They're winners in the mortgage industry, but nonetheless, winners. Rick Hans, a winner. Tony's a, a winner. And, you know, people like to hang out with winners. Well, I'm going to take a one. I'm going to take it one step further for you, King. They've also done a hell of a job with their in-game just their in-game in general, the Sox have really worked on that. And that's a lot of Brooks Boyer and the marketing department, making that a very fan-friendly and family-friendly atmosphere for, for fans. I mean, they have done a hell of a job with improvements. In, in all the years of that stadium, they have continued to tweak it, make it much more fan-friendly. They've done a great job. It's a blast to watch a baseball game there. A blast. Yep. Fully agreed. King, can't wait to see you at the park on Friday night. Amen, brother. And King, I'll see you there Monday with the stickers, and uh, we'll take a video and I'm, send you know it what to. I'm gonna do? Here's what I'm gonna do. I have a White Sox scooter, and you've seen it. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring out the White Sox scooter, and I'm gonna take those. I will wear a White Sox helmet, and I you might. Don't, you don't have I a might, White. You don't have a White yes, Sox I do. scooter. I do. I, I do have a White Sox scooter. I will show you next time. I thought you have seen it. And I will wear a White Sox onesie. I have a White oh. Sox onesie. And if you have handouts for, for the Windy City podcast, I will I will go around that scooter, around the entire 
parking lot and I will hand them out. I will overtake Mo in the promotion of Mark Carmen. And hopefully Mark Carmen will take over me in taking over Mo. <laughs> I can't believe you have a scooter. I have Finnecum. a onesie too. I have a White Sox onesie. Finnecum. I will wear it all for you. Finnicum. Yes, Mark. He yes. has a scooter. I had a really bad accident on a scooter and no surprise that there was alcohol involved. So I don't get on scooters for any reason these days. Yeah, but he has a scooter with a White Sox scooter. I'm sorry that happened to you, but the dude's got a White Sox scooter. Can we just get, I mean, how King is that? Mo, he's got a scooter. I'm wondering, King, are you going to pick Courtney up for the big wedding next next summer? Oh, yeah. Yes. And you'd be surprised at this. You know what's on the scooter? There's a happy face, too. Finnicum. Yes, Mark. Okay, but baseball is a momentum game, and that is an actual fact. This program was recorded on tape for a live audience. Finnicum. Yes, Mark. These little things that he says and does, it, it kind of grows on me and it makes me think like, okay. Finnicum. Yes, Mark. That's my opinion. It happens to be, a, a, you know, the right one. I wish we could get a picture of King with that tooth when he's all excited. That's like the face of the podcast. No offense, Carm. But... Finicum. Yes, Mark. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 